You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. My man Festo, my man A Plus, and my man O, you know he's dope, yo. And right now, you know, we're just maxing in the studio. We're hailing from East Oakland, California, and um, sometimes... What's good, everybody? I'm Sarah Tokes. Right now, Welcome to Terp Talk. Today, we have... Steve Moscato right here. Chef Rudy. Big Bad Ox. And to- Kush Life. We have Kush Life brands. We're going to be going over some of their products, getting in on the terpene profile, a little bit industry insight, um, just how they got started, how we got started, and you already know the vibe. But if you don't know the vibe, you're about to find out. So, Kush Life, tell us a little bit more about your brand. When did you guys start growing? What made you get into the California market? Um, We've been around about 10 years. We're from L.A., California, San Gabriel Valley. SDB. And um, we're a lifestyle brand, so we do clothing, events, music, um, cannabis. Um, we're recently compliant, so go ask your shops. Where's that fire? Kush Life OG. Cali, baby. Congratulations yeah. on that. I see on Thank this uh, Paris OG Indica that you gave me over here. It has uh, strong pinene terpenes. It's actually one of my favorite terpenes, especially for right now with the whole virus going around. Uh, pinene, it's known for acting as like an antibacterial, a bronchodulator, which means that it opens up airwaves caused by bronchitis. So with the whole pneumonia, bronchitis, all that stuff going around right now, this is definitely what you should be smoking on. Thank you. Yeah, so. I love it. I like the exotics smoking on some wedding cake over here. Wedding cake's always my favorite. Well, that's the yellow one right here, right? Mm-hmm. Let's pop that open. It has strong lime, limonene terpenes. You want to give it a smell? That's what's up. Damn. You got that fire people desire. Ooh. That fire that people desire. You heard that, folks? You can smell the terps from over here, especially the heavy limonene. So those are always good terps to uh, mess with. What are some of your guys' favorite terpenes? Rudy, I know you're a chef, so what do you like to cook with the most? Tell you the truth, I like the... the, Tell me if I'm pronouncing this right. The limonene? Limonene, yeah. Limonene. That's one of my favorite ones to work with because I'm a sativa guy. I like the citrusy. So um, I like to add that to, you know, whatever I'm making. Not that it always goes with everything, but um, that's the one that I work with the most. I'm actually sponsored through True Terpene. So I've actually been really digging into it a lot more and doing my research as far as how I can help complement, you know, the, the ingredients that I'm using. So um, I'm not going to act like I'm an expert or not. I'm still learning everything, you know. Um, I was using more butters and oils and stuff, and now that I've... Um, been sponsored through Truth Europeans. Yeah. I've actually been um, really researching it more and how it really can, you know, sometimes I like the contrasting. It doesn't always have to complement it, you know what I mean? Because conflict is a good thing sometimes, you know? Yeah. And um, that's kind of how my approach. So I have an unorthodox approach to cooking because I never went to school. So um, I'm not a cookie cutter chef like all the other ones who did. So I have like, you know, my own research and a lot of um, just me messing up you know yeah, what i mean and that's how i learned so do you use mainly like natural terpenes found in the plants or do you go for more like the cannabis derived terpenes tell you the truth um i'm exploring both 
aspects now. The cannabis is what I've only really been um, exposed to. But as I'm learning more on it, I'm actually learning more about um, that terpenes is really what you used with the in the in the plant kingdom. It's what they use to protect themselves, yeah. you know. So that's why it's more the it doesn't give you the high. It's more just the flavor and the smell. And um, what I like to um, tell people is when they consume terpenes, you know, like my clients and stuff, that it feels like you're walking through a, a pine forest and the pine needles touch your skin and you get that <laughs> sense of euphoria, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, your smell and your sight and your hearing, it's just a little intense for a few seconds, you know, and that's what I try to explain to them how terpenes, um, the what it, the high that you get off of it, which is not a, you know, psychedelic or anything. So Yeah. <clears throat> more of a placebo effect at the end of the day just like the exactly cbd with no thc as well um how about you juan and i have a, I have a question for chef rudy <laughs> What's oh, my name? have you uh, have you gone into like the, the spanish dishes or what kind of uh, dishes have you so um <laughs> that's funny you say that so uh i do these filipino tacos you know so my most of my food is like fusion so i, I like to say that you wouldn't really be able to get it somewhere else. I mean, you can, but you can't go to a restaurant or a store, you know. So um, I do a lot of pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what? that one, yeah, they love the pizza. A lot of people. Medicated? Medicated. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that one's really nice right there. I use like a thin crust. So I, I butter that and oil it with, you know, CBD and THC. And then, um, yeah, I put that, uh, the corn, obviously it's got butter in it. Yeah. So that, there's a lot of, you know, ways I can infuse the the lotte pizza. So I infuse everything. The cheese, every ingredient that I use to put on it, That's I crazy. infuse that as well. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's and, um, crazy. It just depends what mm -hmm. I have available too, you know. Like mm -hmm. right now, you can't get everything. So that's, you know, being that I'm not a tot chef, I don't have a recipe book. Yeah. Everything is just in my head. So I just go with the ingredients that I have, you know? Right. <laughs> flow. Exactly. So how did you get into cannabis? What made you choose um, being a cannabis chef? Well, I've been smoking weed since the age of 13, like religiously since the age of 18, like every day. And I've been cooking since maybe like 10, 11, you know, messing yeah. around and doing things. But um, I went to Job Corps when I was like 15 in Utah and there's no Filipino food out there and so I'd have to call my mom and get recipes and start messing around and then like the people the you know that were in my dorm they're like wow this is good you know and then yeah. so like every now and then I'd go to the supermarket buy some things and, and cook it up and then I always had that passion for it and then in the Philippines where we're from the men are chefs so like Anthony Bourdain Anthony um Andrew Zimmerman they've all been to the, the city where I'm from in the Philippines, which is the city of Pampanga. And uh, so they knock out a lot of male chefs in that city. So like you, we take pride in our cooking. And um, it's actually funny how I started because really I didn't really consume edibles. I had a brownie one time when I was young. It never got me high, so I never yeah. ate them again, you know. And um, I had surgery on my shoulder and, you know, I was told not to smoke, you know, because you're... Your cells have a hard time regenerating and healing itself when you have smoke in your body. So I was like, damn, I took um, pharmaceuticals, which is they gave me Norcos, which didn't work. And then they gave me Persicet, Persicet, I'm high, <laughs> Percocets, Perks, and 
those fuckers didn't work either. It's just being knocked out for like 16 hours and then, you know, wake up not knowing if somebody raped me or not. And <laughs> I mean, because you wake up. Is that up, how the perky feels? I, mean, I only fuck with weed. You know Plants I mean? over pills, baby. Plants um, over pills. But I feel like, <laughs> I'm just saying, black the fuck. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, That's I, what edibles do to me, though. And you're Ed groggy and all. Like, I just had no recollection of anything like what happened yeah. and um i didn't like that feeling so I, I wouldn't take them and because i still would feel the pain you know what i mean it didn't make the pain go away so somebody had suggested to me well why don't you do edibles you yeah. know and i was like well i never thought of that so because i had a recommendation i went to the dispensary and i bought some edibles and it was the best decision i ever made in my life you know because not only did they work you know and then i started getting into this show called bong appetit on viceland Shout you out know, Abdullah. Abdullah, Rye Pritchard, oh. you know. I just watched every episode like five times, you know, and I just love that show. And after that, I went to a sesh, right, in San Bernardino at the Elks Lodge. And some some chick was selling medicated tacos. And I was like, I had just watched the, the episode where they had the, the dude at the, um, the taco truck make, you know, tacos yeah. for them and shit. So I was like... Bon Appetit in real life? Holy <laughs> shit, you know? And then I, I bought some tacos, and they tasted like shit. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, I could do this better. You know what I mean? Did you, like, taste the weed too much? Yeah. Or it was just, just, like, shitty the, tacos? It, it was shitty tacos and too much weed flavor, you know? Why do you have shitty tacos and, in L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was San Bernardino. Oh. That's why. Let's <laughs> not get it on that county. And, um... You know, so I was just like, you know, that's when a light bulb popped up in my hand. And I was like, dude, I could do this better. Because one thing about me, everybody loved my cooking. Yeah. Anybody who would have my food or I can just be randomly making a salad somewhere. And somebody will say, damn, can you make me a salad like that? And it would be a complete stranger, you know, just because. And like, you know, my, I've been married for 20 years. And every time I order something or every time I make my food, my wife will order her own thing. But she always ends up eating my food, you know, and like people just like how I make food and um so i was like i'm gonna start doing this so i started doing the medicated pizzas Damn. i did a elote pizza a chicken alfredo and a philly cheesesteak that's what i started with that was and then um i had a medicated cheesecake and um some rice krispies cocoa puffs and um cinnamon toast crunch treats so like that's what i started with i started at the sesh and uh what Actually, sesh did you start with? Dabs and titties. <laughs> I got asked. I got asked to work dabs and titties, and I was scared because they're like, "Oh, well, are you fine with like dabbing with pasties on?" I'm like, "What's gonna happen if I burn my titty?" Yeah, MC <laughs> like, Life with them. Yeah, bro. That was my main MC concern. Life. Yeah, so um, I started with dabs and titties. That was the very first <laughs> sesh that I actually, the very first event that I did. You know, so um. And it's crazy because I didn't actually start out doing food. I really started out doing more focusing on, on the flower. You know, I yeah. wanted to set up weed bars because I used to do events. So I was like, dude, weed bars would be a big thing, you know. So then um, the food was more like a third, fourth option, you know, because I was at the sesh. So I was like, yeah, I was set up like a vendor, but then I also offered edibles, you know. And um, I started learning that dispensaries and the weed brands they can offer what i was offering way better than me you know because they had the product and they had everything that i needed yeah and um they had the people 
already working for them, the personnel, so um, they already had the overhead to to pretty much um, do that. So the food is where people were really what I started noticing. People always wanted good food at these events, and there wasn't it wasn't there. So then that's when I started really focusing on the food, and I did the pizzas, and then I started doing like other things, branching out, and I met Ry Pritchard in um, New Orleans at the what was it uh, MJ BizCon over there. Um, I helped out with um, the Dope Magazine after party with Arcane Revelry, my girl Crystal. Thank you for the opportunity, by the way. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I went over there, True Terpenes. I stayed in the mansion with True Terpenes, with David Tran from Dope Magazine. Uh, who else was there? Well, those were pretty much like the people that I really connected with, yeah. you know? And um, Ben from True Terpenes and David from Dope Magazine. And um, he, who's no longer with Dope Magazine. He's with uh, Fairchild. The now. Fairchild events. Shout out yeah. David Tran. Yes, sir. He's a good buddy of mine. And um, I really, he's a, I consider him a mentor. He's a really, like, down-to-earth dude that, like, answers any questions that I have. He goes to my events, and he invites me to all his events. And, um, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, th all that is because of the one, you know, that one trip that I made to New Orleans. I actually just went out on a limb my my dad who just passed away paid for my flight over there right uh, because that was the only thing that wasn't um promise was my flight you know yeah. i had a place to stay and i was going to get a check but i had to take care of my flight and i didn't have the money at the time because you know i started from the bottom when i when i when i went to this you know um, i i quit my job and i said i'm going to um pursue this 100 percent and my wife supported me but I didn't go to chef school and I had no contacts in the cannabis yeah. industry. So, um, you know, I'd been DMing Rye Pritchard from Bong Appetit and um, he was going to be at this event. And so, you know, I said, hey, I'm going to cook at this event. I'm going to do some things and help out. And he was like, no shit. So, like, you know, when we met up over there at the actual event and I'd snuck some weed from um, my sponsor. There was a dabbing bear back then from the Elks Lodge. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and I had a bunch of flower that I snuck on the flight with me and then I yeah I so I told him um, right Pritchard savage. yeah I was like hey you want to smoke some of those golden lemons from Cali and he was like oh you have some Cali weed I was like hell yeah because the weed out there was it's bogus <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and um so right Pritchard was like hell yeah but then um we I rolled a couple joints and then like at two in the morning we ended up at a oyster bar me him and his and one of his um, friends from Colorado and um, I couldn't believe it you know what I mean I, I like I was I was such a big fanboy but I was acting like it was just hey we were buddies you know, we're cool yeah. you know but I was like I can't believe I'm with Ryan Pritchard so like you know I went, right when we got there I went to the restroom and I called my wife you know it's like five in the morning over here no 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 it's like no it was like nine o'clock over here I think no 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 like 11 something like that anyways it was late and then she was like why it's already late you know i said i'm at an oyster bar with Ryan pritchard i can't believe it i'll call you tomorrow <laughs> then, like for real then i just hung up and went over there and you just you know we had a great night and um yeah after after leaving new orleans that's kind of when i blew up that's what i could say yeah. uh, a lot of people started paying attention to me who after was, that. Uh, who was like the the first like um person you cooked for that you were like like this is crazy like i can't believe i'm like chanel west coast like because i used to watch ridiculousness all the time you know i used to work as a car salesman like 60 to 80 hours a week and i'd unwind watching 
ridiculousness or Tosh.0, you know, something that should just fucking make me laugh because, yeah. you know, after a long day talking to people and you're just fucking exhausted, I just needed a good, you know, a good way to unwind and that's what I'd always watch. And so to, to cook for Chanel West Coast, I just, you know, and not only that, I used to watch the, the Fantasy Factory a lot too, you know, so I seeing her get hired and all that process and then just, hey, I'm cooking for Chanel West Coast for her um, Sharon Stone music video, you know. So we fed her and the, all the, the cast and the people, the actors and actresses that were in the video. So um, Was it all infused food or non-infused? Optional infusion. That's what's important with edibles. You got to understand a lot of people are actually scared to consume edibles. They're very weary. And so I focus a lot on microdosing yeah. and um, optional infusions. So that way everybody can eat the food. And if anybody wants infusions, we could just add it. What's your preferred dosage? For me, for my... <laughs> for, for consumers, when you're cooking with people, I'm sure your dosage is like a thousand milligrams by now. <laughs> I, you know, really, yeah, I try to... Like a setting? Like, do you want it a lot, a little bit? Of, like I said, I, I focus on microdosing. So if I can... If they're eating a whole meal, I'd like to get it in between 10 to 15 milligrams. Okay. You know, just really low. Something that people, if you tell them the, the dosage, they're like fine with it. Because other than that, people would get... Oh, I'm good. You know what I mean? Is there anything not infused? And they're like, this is an infused event. And they're like, yeah, but this. I mean, you, I swear, I've run into it all the time. So um, I do a lot of very low dosaging, and then we can add something to it if they want it stronger. Or beforehand, if it was a dinner that, you know, that a private dinner or something yeah. like that, there was a couple of guests that wanted a high dosage, then I would make those guests a higher at a higher dosage for them. So um, really, I always got to think about it like I'm a bartender, you know? I got to make sure that everyone can drive home. That's what it comes down to. Not only do they have to have good food, but they, I got to know that they're going to be able to drive home. They're not too fucked up. And the thing is, is that most people are already smoking weed, already dabbing. So it's like, I don't need to give them 100 milligrams or, you know, yeah, anything yeah. higher than that. That's way too strong. Do you ever do anything with like CBD, THCA, CBN <laughs> to help kind of balance them when they're taking too many edibles? Well, I always have that available, you know, <laughs> because it counters the the too highness feeling that people get yeah. from the edibles. So I always have something, um, usually some CBD to, available to counter it because um, that's actually what I cook more with anyways, the CBD. People want me to infuse with CBD more than THC, to tell you the truth. And um, it's requested more than anything. If um, the non-infused and infused, the CBD is what people ask me for the most, especially when if I'm doing an event. Yeah, they don't really want me to do THC. So it's it's kind of crazy, especially if I'm, you know, I've done a lot of um, openings for dispensaries. They can't have oh, yeah, um, they can't THC have, consumption like, on site. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is how it is. So I get CBD the most, then non-infused, and then THC infused. That's how, the order of how I what I get hired for. Um, THC is the least. <laughs> that's so random, especially with like a cannabis chef. <laughs> like I said, people have respect for the edibles game because yeah. if they don't, they will. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to happen. So, um, but other than that, you know, um, I've actually met Anki the first time at a at a, an event that I did a lot of pizza and, and tacos, right? Oh, yeah. I think he made lumpia too, right? And Malibu. What? Yeah. So um, we did an event at a mansion in Malibu and that's how I ran into Anki and like I've been tied with him ever since you know so 
<clears throat> Shout out to Chris Lifebrand. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. So Anki. Yes. Let's do you. Um, what made you want to like kind of become a national brand instead of just staying in California? Um, I mean, I'm not too much a national brand. I'm more like international because like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get it right. Well, I mean, like you're in other states is what I mean. Yeah, like, but um, with my clothing brand, I'm also like in other countries like Japan and in Europe and stuff like that. Um, we represent a lot of tattoo artists and musicians and different people like that smoke marijuana but are creative so mm -hmm. um yeah it's pretty much like in a lot of places more than just california i mean it's not up to me it's just up to yeah what is your flower brand um what do you guys specialize in do you do more just like indoor flower do you do concentrates what kind of um, um more like top shelf um indoor um Gucci OG, like um, Kush Life OG, just like um, exotics. Do you make your own things. strains? Um, I work with different growers, so it's not me personally that's just growing everything. Yeah. I'm more like on the business side of it, but um, he got yeah. too much shit to take yeah. care of to tell you the truth. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. He don't he don't have yeah. the time to do the day to day because I know how much that takes. If you're gonna put out some quality flower. You got to have the time to, you know, you know yeah. make yeah, love the, to those plants. So Anki, he's a businessman. He's an empire. Yeah, so pretty much uh, um, branding stuff. So I got a lot of products out there. Clothing. Um, we're doing events. We had a 420 event coming up, but with the coronavirus, we had to push things back. But, um, you know, hopefully everybody will be all right. It's crazy. Yeah, I see you got these... Um He's made right here. Yeah, we the got Corona it. mask. The coronavirus mask. Yeah. Coronavirus. Hey, <laughs> do that shit in style. Yeah, you know, just fashion, lifestyle. You know, I don't know if it'll really, like, save your life, but it'll, some people, it's all in their minds. So if they got something that makes them feel better, then, you know, it might help them fight the virus. Right? But there's also those people that don't leave their house that are still wearing, wearing the mask. We yeah. see you. I, I see somebody in the we car by you, himself bro. with the mask and the gloves, and I was like, That's "Who me. the fuck?" Literally, <laughs> literally you. Like. I probably saw you on the fucking freeway, there, bro. I was like, "Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Why?" You know, can't trust anybody. Not even. But yourself. see, that's part of the problem. You know, it, I was just listening to something. It was called. Um, the psychology of scarcity, you know, that's why we have no toilet paper available right now. Toilet paper is made in the United States, by the way, and Mexico. So there's an abundant abundance of it. And right now you can't find that shit. It's like fucking gold, you know, and um, because people panic, they see people, you know what I mean, and buying it and it's not available. So now people, are, it's like a fucking frenzy and shit, you know. And so it's not like there's no psychology behind it no more. The people, there's no, I mean, no, no logic. Basically, is what I'm saying. Even at the weed shops, everybody's buying out all the weed, but they're only buying the mids. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> the weed shops are too expensive. That's why. That's I know. That's why everyone's starting to the black market, and especially right now. But like, they shut down the Shesh in yeah, San Bernardino this week. That you know, it was open anything. on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but it was closed. But those brands are still offering delivery, don't you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I, I just. Hit up my boy fucking Frank 101. <laughs> he got these fucking fire ass. Hopefully, 
If the National Guard doesn't stop you. <laughs> well, Can you imagine? It's like, I'm just trying to get some weed, sir. And it's like, we have weed. And it's just like Drop mid, shit, like, that shit, then fuck it. <laughs> that's when, like, the drones would come in handy for these weed deliveries. Why isn't that a thing yeah. yet? Uh, true that. Like, for real, for This real. is true. <laughs> we should invest some money in that, Sarah Tokes. It's like, okay, let's cut that part out for, like, four seconds. And right. then let's hey. pop back in. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. For real, though. I was just watching the... um. Twilight Zone. There's like that. Have you seen it Which with the Jordan Peele? No. It's, it's called Rewind, and the lady. It's an old ass camcorder. And when she pressed Rewind, when she records something on it, and she pressed Rewind, it can rewind, and she can start over and shit. And there was this crazy cop following them, trying to kill her son. So every time she would have to rewind, and that would be perfect right now. Just skirt. I think that's a million dollar, a fucking zillion dollar fucking idea right there. It would never happen though. I drone would, deliveries. I would be like right throwing now. a rock at a drone trying to get that weed down. Like, like, give me the weed, give me the weed. Like if you just saw it? weed flying in the sky, like what would you do? Exactly. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> what else <laughs> they could deliver. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. So yeah. he's a businessman, like I, I said. I mean, right now the way the world is, like weed is like not the problem. Like there's people like can't get um, drugs or medicine and stuff like that. That this, need, you know what I mean? I mean, they're candles. My my wife is a nurse and she works at Kaiser and like it's you would think it's really busy. It's only busy in certain areas, but other areas in the hospital are pretty much shut down. You know, so. Yeah, they don't have no patients. They're doing their visits over the the phone and on online, you know. And um, it's even the patients are stealing the sanitizers and the gloves over there. And yeah, it's it's pretty nutty. From the people that need it the most. And you know, my wife's coworker, she went to Costco last night, and they mobbed her. They like they were throwing her shit at her and shunning mm-hmm. her. You know, they were telling her, get away from here. You're going to infect us. You know, and here this lady is putting her her what? life on the line to, you know, make people better and, you know, scream people and all that shit. And Sorry. fucking. I've been scared of Costco during this whole thing. Like. Right, that's why I haven't, I haven't gone to Costco. And my wife also, wanted to go the other day. I'm like, oh, I'm good. No amount of weed will make me yeah. be able to go to Costco right now. No amount. I got it if you need it. So, <laughs> um, what <are> you, <laughs> we got the Kush Life toilet paper, paper goods, hand sanitizer. You know the vibe. Like, right? <laughs> you do got the hand sanitizer too, though. <laughs> no, you're a fool. <laughs> you gotta put a Kush Life sticker on this shit, bro. Come on. Yeah. This is also right. like shutting down right a lot here, of businesses. Dude, like fucking you know? bam, Kush Life's fucking sanitizer. What? It's a lot of Can businesses are shutting down, but they don't care because all they want to do is. Um, promote you some of this shit. the big corporations because they're making money still right now. Oh, yeah. I course. mean, the people at the top are making yeah. killing right now <laughs> in the gun industry, ammunition industry, toilet paper industry, <laughs> 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 anything that fucking medic- medication. I mean, even all the meat and in- big meat industry is making money right now because, you, you know, everything the is fast sold out. food, fast food, because those are the only places that are open to eat. So you got to yeah. go eat some bullshit. That's so yep. crazy. They want us to die. <laughs> no, they want us to go broke. I don't know man, if you guys want me to get deep. All the small they want us to companies die. are gonna go under because of this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they're trying to force it with the law, probably later. Oh yeah, of course. And then like cannabis right now, they say it's booming, but how long will this last? 
Like, that's the truth. It's thing. booming, but we're not making uh, money because of all the taxes. I'm not making any money because so right like, now all my events are canceled. I had an event yesterday, today, Tuesday, Thursday, April 1st, April yeah, 2nd. Yeah, we had to cancel our Terp Talk event, yeah. um, which will be postponed probably so about, like, June, July, whenever they're going to be allowing gatherings. But that was oh. heartbreaking. And then um, I had High Seas 2 July, July 7th. No, no, July 12th. And, yeah, that's probably not going to happen no more. I mean, but not didn't you in see July. that they um, they only put the Safe at Home Act until April 19th? So does that mean 420 isn't canceled? April 19th? I thought I was going to be, like, said, March 31st. said till April 19th when you oh, read, like, shit. the full thing. And it's, like, the so day So how before. are people going to, like, eat and all that? Where are you going to get money? You can still money? go to the store. I know, but what if they don't got no money? Like, that's what I'm saying. What if I don't got no money? Well, <laughs> you're going to say you don't got no money and you decked out an OG right now. There's that. I was just saying, they're going to do That's like a, a stimulus. Time. They're supposed to send every adult over 18 in the household over $1,000 each. That's what they're saying. For my lap dances. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get lap dances when you're in quarantine? On the uh, FaceTime? They got, they they got, got virtual they lap dances. You get a lap like over the, you know, look at this. Get like a lap a, dance through the fucking glass door. No, like they that. got virtual lap dances. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. Oh, oh hell no! People are getting only you would know that. They got, they, they got more than that. Surprise, guys! <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise! Well, that escalated quickly. God damn, Anki! <laughs> that yeah. we turned you into a fool. Yeah, it's the nah. coffee. It's the co- what coffee? It's crazy. <laughs> the Starbucks got you white girl wasted or what? It's, yeah, that's why I, I don't like drink a coffee. Hoe. But <laughs> you feeling like a he, hoe and Uggs. He, he's giving it up. Y'all heard that? Hit him in the DMs, girl. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> call us down. Let's repopulate. Oh hell no! I think that's going on. That's going on too much right now. That's why they put this shit into order, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. That's why I told my wife we got a quarantine in the room for the kids. <laughs> She's like, Stay no. Stay away. I know. <laughs> I think. I think weed and coffee is an aphrodisiac. Hey. Have you ever tried it? Weed just helps with everything. <laughs> I know people who don't smoke. Coffee see, gives you stamina. But people who don't <laughs> smoke weed that are my age are already on Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need something hey. with like heavy myrcene and limonene turps to just boost that for you and you're good. You don't need no Viagra, Ruby. I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm noticing the people who are my age who don't smoke weed. I'm just this is like just observation that they're on Viagra. That's what I from. If it, I don't hear it from them, I hear it from their wives. You know what I'm saying? I just why don't you, you just smoke weed? Yeah, I mean Damn. because I mean the source. I mean I don't hear it directly from the wives. You know what I mean? But that's what they, the wife said. You know, so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just saying. My husband, he's on Viagra. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So um, that's I heard. I hey, hear Rudy, did you know my husband? He's on my background, Rudy. Yeah, we have to wait 30 minutes before we can do something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, I guess because I smoke weed, I'm like, you know, I'm at attention usually on demand. You know? Yeah, no, you're good. Crush and it especially up. like, if but you're alcohol can change that. You know, Ugh. that's why I don't really like to drink alcohol. So. Yeah, no, I don't really fuck with alcohol like that. It's mm. evil spirits. Not <laughs> <laughs> You're over here Change talking the about the think. evil spirits and, and shit. Hey, why I'm is the kidding. wall moving? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's that? in that tea? 
<laughs> I told you not to take those mushrooms before we got here, bro. Oh my gosh, it's all good. This room is made for mushrooms. So, um, damn it, why'd I forget them at home? <laughs> <laughs> Do you cook with mushrooms? Have you tried to make anything that's like half cannabis and half like psychedelic? So, you know, hell yeah. <laughs> cannabis catered events is like a umbrella of chefs you know it's not just me I, oh. I pull out a lot of chefs to um collab with to do different events and different types of things so sometimes i like to focus on people's strengths you know so i um i fought with a chef lizzie trippy hippie bakery okay follow her if you guys don't um she does a lot of the edibles at my events and stuff and um as far as sweets go and people like the reason is is that people love them you know what i mean every time i bring them they're gone so it's like and people ask for them. So it's like, oh, where can we get some more of those and this and that. So um, that's what I want to hear. And I want to uplift people in the industry, in the community that don't really, that you know what I mean, don't have the platform to do that themselves. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I see little gems in the rough. Like I'm going to help help you, your brand, to be more known and get some more exposure and whatnot. And she happens to um, make stuff with mushrooms. So that's, where I, that's who I go to for my mushrooms with edibles and stuff is... Trippy Hippie, a.k.a. Lizzie. Thanks, by the way. And um, she's she's a really cool person. So, like, yeah. uh, she stays out in Riverside, but she'll go anywhere. She's a trooper. So um, as long as it makes sense, you know, I'm sure in these times, um, all the edible chefs are um, really relying on people making special orders. So please DM her, look at her profile, and, like, I back her 100%. Anybody who's been to my events love. Um, actually, she's been getting orders from the events that, you know, for the people that go to there, because, like, it, it's that good. You know? That's what's up. Yeah, that's there. And um, her dosaging is great, and you can really not taste the cannabis too much, you know, and that's what I like. Um, I don't like t the cannabis flavor to override or overtake, you know, what you're eating. I want it to just complement it or just be a hint of it in there, if anything at all. So. That's awesome. Question for everybody here. Um, if you guys were to cross two strains or any kind of strains, what would it be and why? Ooh. I got y'all thinking. Well, <laughs> damn, it's like, I love Tangy and I love some, you know, some Girl Scout cookie, the original Girl Scout yeah. cookie. So maybe a cross of that. I, I don't know if I've heard of a cross of that. So, so Tangy and Girl Scout cookie. I'm a hybrid and sativa guy. So, what about you, Anki? I know you like that indica. He likes that heavy shit. I only smoke OG. <laughs> so you wouldn't cross anything. You would just make an OG cross with an OG and have it be a double OG. Is that why you? <laughs> look like a, is that why you look like an OG gangster? I know that's why you're all decked out in OG. OG. I'm jealous of that fit. Right? Like, look at this fucking oh fit. How can I cop that fit? Yeah, like kushlife.com. Uh, we have a shop downtown too. So if I came style. out in all OG, would you guys still fuck with me? <laughs> but like, I can even make you one in hot pink. And the little chain and everything. And the yeah. chain and everything. I know I see you. Can I get the Kush Life chain too? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I got dibs on the chain. It's like I'm 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 part of the team now, yeah. right? What's Shout good? Out Riff Beats hey. for the chain. That's dope. Kush That's Life. so dope. It's um Indeed. it's my first one. I want another one, but I gotta earn it. So. <laughs> you, gotta you gotta earn, earn that shit. That's a whole move. I mean, when do I get my chain? <laughs> Have I earned it? Do you, do you, do 
do you do music and stuff too as well what else do you do besides um hosting and stuff you do sales right oh yeah um so i do cannabis sales in the industry and then i also freelance so i do like content education events um i do dip around in music just a little bit too i do a little bit of everything i've been in the industry uh, for like seven years so who did you guys say was coming up here after from the sandlot yeah, we have uh, Squint is coming through afterwards. Squint. He's going to come and record his show. But so what is his show about? Weed. Industry Inside ah. and Weed. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Pretty that's, much everyone's podcast nowadays. <laughs> that's kind of tripped out, though. Like, um, Anki knows him, and you guys are going to have him in, in here well, right like after us. <laughs> you know, when you get older, people go their own ways, but we still keep in touch, but it's cool, like know that family's family regardless if you see them that every day history. you know right yeah that history over always overrides you see them and it's just yeah. like yesterday that she was hanging out with them exactly. that's that's family just yesterday we was at the strip club remember my mother <laughs> 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 like, i thought everything's closed how y'all going to get home <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm like, is this a vibe for a Sunday afternoon? I want to like, do, do a movie. I know. About I'm, weed and, you know, just the game, the hustle. Like, let, yeah. me, let me take a wild guess and strippers. <laughs> but strippers, they play a big role in the game because strippers, mm. they're the ones that help me spread the brand out because when I was like just starting I'm off. I'm sure they spread in that brand out. Yeah. Because, you know. <laughs> the spread. <laughs> I used to so they spreading them. a lot of shit out, Anki. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I love them. That's a whole another episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's that's this episode. Some of my best friends are strippers oh, no. and hoes. I can't help it. <laughs> Porn stars. Welcome all the to same cannabis. Shit. Yeah, he was just telling me it's hard for him to have a girlfriend because they start saying oh, you can't be friends with her, her, and her, and her, and pretty much he has to delete his whole social media. So, that's well, I mean, why not have them all? I'm not going to do that. Right? <laughs> so, that just that's tells crazy. you. Bitches be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I love mine. So, I'm married 20 years, and so when you're talking about strip clubs, I'm just visioning my wife stripping for me at home. So Does your right. wife smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> that she does. You know, she actually... um. She was on medications and stuff like that, yeah. you know, and kind of, she's a nurse, obviously, you know, and she really didn't, she smoked weed when she was younger. She stopped, you know, because she became a parent, you know, those were like her words, you know, so she didn't want to do that. It wasn't responsible to her, but she couldn't smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol and take pharmaceutical yeah. um, medicine, you know, so I was like, I didn't, I don't take, I don't do none of those three. So, um, you know, and then I started doing this, although she supported me, but then she started doing research and started seeing that how it helps you know so then i told her why don't you try getting off all that shit and just try doing marijuana you know and it actually it helps her so she doesn't take none of her medication and she doesn't smoke cigarettes no more and she doesn't drink alcohol wow and the alcohol was a big thing because you know sometimes alcohol it's just a bad thing you yeah. know what i mean so like um not saying that it was bad or anything like that for her, but like, you know, there's, you know, sometimes things happen once in a while and there might be too much alcohol involved. And, you know, it happens once once in a while. And at least with marijuana, that never happens. And so like... Um, I wouldn't yeah. say that. <laughs> the only thing that happens with weed, if 
you either a take too many edibles, you'll have like a panic attack, freak out, or you'll just pass out. There's no in between. The thing is, with, with alcohol, people can get violent. People can cheat. People can do a lot of things yeah. that you wouldn't yeah. do that you would do if you just smoked marijuana. People won't cheat when they're on marijuana. No, you'll be too paranoid to get caught up by your boo. What you mean? What the fuck? You'll be looking over your shoulder every five seconds. Sure. <laughs> and if not, got some trash. Yeah. But I'm just saying, when I smoke weed, I, like my mind is not altered. Basically, you know, it's so. It puts you level. Yeah, and you drink a certain amount of alcohol, it's like you're gonna do things that you Anything don't really wouldn't do. Us. You know, you're what dancing I mean? with yeah. the devil. Yeah. So. And that's why I don't really drink alcohol. Uh, you'll find me with a beer. Don't once do in a cocaine while. either. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's too much. That's really what it comes down to. So I just try to keep things natural, mess with the flour. Yeah. Every now and then I like to microdose with the shrooms. I find it, it's when you microdose on shrooms, it's a great thing. So I'm um, just like with anything, you know, too much of anything is too bad. It's, too, it's, it's not a good thing, basically. So if we can try to, uh, that's why microdose, you know, some people smoke marijuana for the first time, but they fucking smoke a whole blunt. And it's like, and oh, I got too fucked up. Or, yeah. And it's like, well, maybe you should only hit it one time. <laughs> and then you would have like enjoyed your high, you know. So um, that's kind of like what I advocate is the normalization of cannabis and taking away that stigma, you know, because at the end of the day, there's a stigma that's attached to cannabis, whether you like it or not. And that's what I'm trying to fight. What so. is it? <laughs> What's the stigma? It's reefer madness, baby. It's been happening for years. <laughs> and and reefer madness and everything that's attached to that, especially a lot of the old folks, they got oh, like a baby certain, boomers. Yeah, they got a scared. <laughs> well, it's baby not their boomers. fault. They were brainwashed to believe this. So if you were taught to believe something, I mean, how can you think differently? You know. Yeah. So I, that's understandable. But if at the, the doctor day, prescribed it, they'll do it. Uh, yeah, it just comes down to education. If you can educate yourselves then, you know, you might change the mind. So that's what I really try to do with our events. Um, although there is a lot of cannabis consumption and whatnot, but we really like to highlight cannabis in the sense that, you know, in a more upscale environment where people who normally wouldn't consume cannabis will, will go to our events and, um, you know, might just end up doing it because they're like, um, a lot of them are wow. They're like, I never would have thought this is how a cannabis event would be. You yeah. know? So um, that's what we seek to do is to really open some minds and to change the the stigma and you know accepting cannabis as a medication and not just something to do for recreation you know recreational and uh so everyone smokes cigarettes and what? it's okay you know and it causes cancer so it's like why can you have that at your party why can you have alcohol at your party but i can't i gotta go in my car to smoke yeah it's like blood. you can't smoke something that fights cancer yeah. but everyone will be there smoking their cancer oh. and that's what i'm saying so that's how backwards people's minds are i mean me and Aki were talking about that on the way over here how like everything's how is not how it seems you know what yeah. i mean you see things like with the government with companies it's a weed show, guys. Come on, you know they're watching us. You know, so yeah, basically, and um, that's why you just gotta like, 
you gotta i don't I hate to say this but you know you gotta be woke you gotta yeah. like educate yourself you gotta do your own research and you can't just believe everything that you hear that's what it really comes on down the to internet. Yeah, on the internet on the tv on the radio you know on oh. the podcast you gotta see like it <laughs> it's happening you right gotta now. see it to believe it remember guys take no in information no but case. do your own research before you start going crazy about yeah. it and gung-ho and panicking and all that but shit there's, you know there's like always two sides to everything like this is true you know I mean? that's true yeah. is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap up what it's already over i know we've been f- doing Dude. this for about an hour just vibing no shit nice. time fucking flies time flies when you're with I good company yeah, i gotta go back to quarantine <laughs> and shit <laughs> It's like, wait, so we're not quarantining together? Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, but like, I was, it was a quarantine on the freeway, too. There was a, hardly any cars out. It yeah. took me 15 minutes to get here from Burbank. Never happens. Well, I'm from the land of the high. Rich. Which is Highland. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It took, you. Yeah, that's like an hour and a half. But I stopped to get him. Yeah. You know, and it took me about two hours total. You know, normally that would have took like four hours. Damn. It took me about like 40 minutes. I lived down in South LA. South LA? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, I want to shout out my boy, my partner, Jay Dabs. Jeff, he couldn't be here. Um, Western Green Mamba, you know, his partner, um, Paul Pierce and them, I think they were um, talking about coming out with, you know, a collaboration now that he's with Stizzy. So um, keep on the lookout for you know, some things that we got going on, even though everyone's at home and everyone's not working, we still in the background trying to make shit happen, you know, and that's why we out here today. Keeping the community together. Keeping us alive and shit. Mr. Anki, you got something to say? I want to say thank you, Chirp Talk, for having me. It was a lot of fun, and um, hope we could continue working together in 2020. And, you know, let's just get through this, everybody. And he said he wasn't going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> How can you come to Terp Talk and not talk? Maybe it's in the name. All right, guys, we're getting ready to wrap up this episode of Terp Talk. Is there anything uh, left that you guys want to say? Shout out. Yeah, sure. I'd like to shout out my sponsors. Obviously, uh, Kush Life Brand. Anki, thank you for being here. We got uh, Western Green Mamba, Source Cannabis, True Terpenes, and Magical Butter. Thanks for supporting me. If you guys don't follow me yet, check me out at Cannabis Catered Events and also at um, Chef underscore Flip underscore Fantabulous. You can catch me on those two platforms. I'm very active. DM me if you need any cannabis-infused food, I guess. Yeah. Anki? I want to give a big shout-out to Terp Talk. Thank you for having me. And Cannabis Catered Events, thank you for being a good friend in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this money. Um, let's get through all this coronavirus right now and let's know. keep the community alive please we can't let it die all, all right guys all right guys this is a uh, scheme shout out to desto awful lot of cough syrup all right guys uh this is terp talk again thank you for tuning in and we'll talk with you soon thanks for having us yeah yeah
You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. 